0: Hi, and welcome to Meet My Followers, episode number 59, for April 21st, 2011. I'm your host, Kate Dworkin, and this is the podcast where I interview my actual Twitter followers. Today's guest is Eric Chomp, at Eric Chomp. This week's episode is brought to you by Interactly. Interactly takes the guesswork out of mastermind group creation, You can get paired up with entrepreneurs, office folks, CEOs, whoever you need in order to benefit you and your career. We can hook you up with them. So head on over to interact.ly to get started today. So my guest today is someone who I had the pleasure of speaking actually in his class. This is the first time that I've taken the the in-the-classroom speaking that I do pretty regularly for colleges and uh, bring it on to Meet My Followers today 's guest is Eric Chomp, Eric, thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Kate, for having me.
0: Well, Eric, you know obviously I spoke in your class right, and that was an MBA class, so let 's start with you know kind of a little bit around who you are and what you 're doing and why you 're grabbing your MBA
1: um, well i I got my undergraduate degree at, at uh, UNr. Um, I majored in uh, supply chain management mm-hmm. um, about a year. About a year before I graduated, I got an internship with a local federal defense contractor um, in the operations department, and um, as soon as I graduated, they had already planned uh, for me to come on full-time. So, Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, And without any question, I mean, before I even graduated, I had made the decision that I was going to go right into my MBA, and um, even better, the company I was working for Offers a tuition reimbursement, so I said, "That's a win-win. I have to do it." Yeah, it sounds so like a great that's how I ended up. Yeah, and so that's how I ended up in the NBA program, um, and still working for that company, and I'm I'm doing great. That's
0: I mean, that's the kind of ambition though that when you can put all the pieces together, to me that 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 shows not only that you know, yeah, you were lucky, right? There's always that portion to it, but right. that you made your own luck along the way. I mean, it sounds right. like that you come from a, a background of um, a lot of hard work is, is yeah. what jumps out at me, especially when I look at your blog and the things that you, that you talk about there, which we'll get into momentarily. But I mean, you know, why why the, the need to immediately jump back into your MBA?
1: You know, I don't know. I, I just felt like it, it, I needed to do it right away. You know, I've I've talked to a number of people who graduated before me, mm-hmm. you know, five, even ten years before me, and they all said... Oh, yeah, I was planning on going back to school, but, uh, you know, I never did. I got caught up in work, and I just never made it back. And I tell them, I said, well, you know what, it's it's still there. It's not going anywhere. Yep. You know, why, why not go back? And I said, oh, you know, work, I'm so tied up with work. I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I can do the whole classroom thing. And I just wanted to avoid that. I didn't want to get stuck in that realm. I wanted to go right back into it while I was still in that school mode. Sure.
0: Sure. I know. I mean, I took a couple of years off and then raced right back in the same way. So I (laughs) totally understand both sides of that fence. Right. I mean, I felt like, you know, I was the youngest person in my, you know, and my MSIM program to be appropriate about it. Right. Um, And, uh, you know, by a long shot. And I felt like I was still out of practice and I had only been out for three and a half, four years. So, you know, I I can understand both sides of that argument. But. One of the things that really interested me as, you know, you, you know, I was speaking at your class digitally, right? I'm out here in New York. You guys are in Reno. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I sit there and I, I see all the follow requests come through. And, I, and, you know, kind of what I always do with Dr. Brett, and, and he's been a former guest on the show, um, is that as his students click through, I make sure that I click on every one of their blogs and read their blogs. Right. And your blog about me right there on the side states, and I'm going to read it right off the site because I think it's such a brilliant thing is that your purpose is to help others for uncertain times by engaging in professional diversification. Now, describe what you mean by professional diversification so that we can get that piece locked in.
1: Okay. Yeah, and this and this is a term that that I I'm trying to coin. You know, I I want I'm hoping this is a term that I made up and I think it is. I did a little bit of research on it. I you know, I typed it into Google to make sure, sure. someone else hadn't, you know, coined that term before me, but the whole idea behind professional diversification is that everyone's good at more than one thing. At least at least I hope so. And professional diversification is all about um, leveraging all your skills to help you maybe pre- prepare for getting laid off. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal, you know, during these times. And um, people are getting laid off. And it's my hope that by reading my blog, you can kind of help yourself decide and figure out what you're good at, and what you could do if you ever got laid off.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's risk arbitrage for your skill set, is the way that I immediately kind of grokked what you were doing, was, you know, you're teaching people exactly, you know, how to take the skill sets that they naturally have, or that they've acquired through work experience, or even educational experience, Mm -hmm. and finding alternative ways to Leverage that into revenue streams is what I've kind of picked up as I've read through your blog and, and, and be that, you know, one time thing where, you know what, hey, you're tutoring someone down the street or, you know, recurring revenue where, you know, you, you've built a, an ebook that you're going to sell right. time and again. Um, yeah. and I think that, that, that that's very interesting. Um, I mean, how did you stumble upon, you know, this kind of, of personal diversification or risk arbitrage or whatever you want to call it? Like what was interesting about this that's, that's kind of was the genesis of the idea for you?
1: Well, it's funny you should ask because I I uh, I was actually going to kind of talk about that next. Um, and this whole thing kind of came up because uh, my dad works for the city of Reno, mm-hmm. and um, being a government position, they are going through a number of of rounds of layoffs. Yeah, I think he's gone through probably three or four rounds of layoffs, and every time that day comes, we're all worried that you know he could get laid off. It's 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 a possibility. So. You know I wanted I knew I know there's other people out there who are like my dad who are you know basically risking their job you know every couple of months and um, I wanted to have something to help them like my dad mm-hmm. um, to kind of prepare for that because you don't know it could be you it, it might not be you I hope it's not you but it, it very well could be.
0: Sure, yeah. No, you're scratching your own itch. And, and, and yeah. you know, yeah, of course, it's your dad, you know, and being fearful for your family is obviously something that um, most people expect is that, right. you know, you, you care about your family and, and you're willing to do anything to help them even when right. they're not willing to acknowledge it themselves, mm-hmm. which is always the fun part. So, I mean, you know, that's interesting. I mean, what are some of the strategies that you tend to, to to try and get people to acknowledge or engage in? I mean, what's what's kind of the... The starting point for someone who you know is just stumbling upon your blog or stumbling upon this idea, where they don't want to be um, a single source of income dependent.
1: Right. Um, Well, on on my blog, I kind of I started out talking about a professional portfolio, and what it is is you know a combination of, you know, I have a post in my blog where the first three things that you need in your professional portfolio is to identify your interests, your skills, and your inexperiences. By doing this, um, you're, you'll kind of get an idea of what you like to do, what you're good at doing, and the kind of things that you're not so good at doing. So you can leverage you know, your interests by saying, okay, well, I, I like graphic design. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, used to, I used to do graphic design when I was in high school. I used to play in Photoshop all the time. And I, When I started college, I actually started in the liberal arts program. Okay. I wanted to do... Um, graphic arts but I found out that that was only one class so <laughs> um, I had to find something else so I actually I switched to business and I, I tried doing marketing um, it wasn't the kind of marketing that I was looking for and then somehow stumbled upon up, up supply chain management but the thing is that's something that I like doing that's something that I'm good at doing and it's something that I could do if I was ever to lo- lose my job sure um, and then same thing with the skills that you know It may not be something that you really enjoy doing, but it's something that you're good at. It's something that people, when they see you doing it, they're like, wow, you're really good at that. And those are the kind of things that you want to put um, under skills.
0: And it's one more thing that that people are willing to pay you to do, right? I think that's a critical point in in this process, which I know you've covered in your blog, is that, you know, yeah, skill is a skill if you enjoy it. But at that point, it's just a hobby, right? You have to be able to sell that and make money from doing it. Right, so, I mean, you know, I mean, now as, as you're kind of working through this process of, you know, and, and granted, Dr. Brett kind of, you know, is, is on the students about creating content. I get the vibe that you're past that, though, that you're creating content, not just because it's a classroom assignment, but because you enjoy doing it.
1: Yeah. and And I've. You know, as soon as this whole thing started, I I I was enjoying it. I mean, before we even had the requirement to blog, yeah, I had you know I had titles, blog titles planned out for the next couple of weeks because I knew what I wanted to talk about and I knew what needed to be talked about.
0: Sure, I, I mean, and that, but that's a that's a critical piece, right? That you have to make that decision upfront, and you have mm-hmm. to be willing to do the back end work on it, right? You know, right. just creating a title isn't yeah. enough to you know create that value that. I know after speaking with you in the pre-show especially that, mm-hmm. you know, you want to create that. You want to yeah. deliver.
1: And well, so, even, you know, in blogging, you know, it's not just about talking about what you're doing or, or what you're interested in or, or whatever. It's it's finding value in something, you know, mm-hmm. and, and trying to portray that.
0: Sure. And, well, you're not only trying to find that value, but you're trying to impart that value into someone else. Absolutely. Which I think is is – the challenge that so many people struggle with early on in blogging is that they try and start for themselves, right? They Mm -hmm. scratch their own itch, but never provide any additional service to anyone else. Yeah, And I think that's something that you've done very well from the beginning of your blog. Like Mm, you've always kind of, you know, you've baked in what, why someone would want to read, right? You you know, and you try and make it very clear that, you know what, Hey, continue reading. You're going to continue to pick up these skills. You're going to continue to pick up this thought process. That's going to help you, You know, Mm -hmm. create this professional diversification that's going to really help you begin to do the the kinds of things that will allow you to do what folks like Ramit Sethi over at I Will Teach You To Be Rich speak about, you know, creating Mm -hmm. these little thousand dollar on the side kind of, you know, revenue streams, which can be the difference of whether or not you get out of debt or not. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I didn't bring that up in the pre-show. I mean, if you're not reading Ramit's stuff, by all means, please make your way over to I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I think that he's uh, doing some very interesting stuff along the same lines that you are. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I also recommended that you reach out to uh, Sonny over at uh, the New Rich Project, correct? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and so, you know, same kind of thing where, you know, you're, you're talking with entrepreneurial people who want to leverage skill sets in as aggressive a way as they can that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, trying to get off the high horse and all this fun stuff, right? I mean, I, I, I do these shows actually to interview you, not to, to, to give my own perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I love to close out these interviews with are, you know, who are some of the people who you follow on Twitter now, whose content you enjoy?
1: Um, you know, I, I like to follow the people that have to do with careers. Okay. Um, it, you know, it, seem, it, it seems like a lot of HR people, actually. Um, uh, I like to follow people, um, who have resume tips, okay, um, or other career tips, uh, money making strategies. You know,
0: anybody in particular jump to mind that the follow- the listeners of this show should be considering following. Um, I know I hate to put you on the spot, but I love doing it. It's so much fun to get these kinds of names.
1: You know, I, I just started that one of those uh, paper paper dot mm-hmm. lee, and. Um, all the good people usually come up on there.
0: Gotcha. So you and know, I have to, I'll no, no, pull it up. No, absolutely. I'll, I'll vent for you and and uh, try and get you uh, the time that you need in order to get that information in front of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but just knowing that that kind of general space of people is very interesting to me because you're um you know what you want to achieve, right? And that's something that that's very rare for someone who is in an MBA program, right? Most people go in and and are looking to just. Um, get a credential so they can get a bigger a bigger better job right yeah. i don't i don't feel like that that's it for you for you this is a personal endeavor where you're trying to figure this stuff out for yourself long term so that you can help more people which is yeah you know of the of the highest order so you know getting any closer to finding those names for me though
1: um no
0: i don't worry about it it's not that big yet. a deal so you know Eric, thank you so much for, you know, first and foremost, being an active guest during the, the talk that I gave at, at Dr. Brett's class, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and thank you for jumping up and, and jumping at the opportunity to uh, listen to the show and, and take part in the show. And, and uh, you know, thank you. Thank you so much, because the show would not happen without great people like yourself willing to step up to the mic.
1: Uh, well, thank you, kid. And thanks for uh, thanks for coming to talk to our class as well.
0: Absolutely. My man. Well, that concludes my interview with Eric. I hope that you have uh, got a sense for what he's trying to do in creating uh, this this diversification scheme, this this ability to have you know some certainty as you move forward in your professional career, regardless of what's going on uh, in the economic environment. I think that he's really creating some great content, and so I would strongly recommend that you follow him on Twitter. That's at Eric Chomp, and that you head on over to his blog. That's Eric Chomp. Dot .wordpress.com So guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I greatly appreciate it and I look forward to seeing you next week.